Jack Midkiff here. Thanks for joining me for this podcast. I'm so excited about uh, doing this podcast today. It's been a minute or two since I did one, um, and I hadn't quit. I just hadn't done any, but I have this new found excitement in my podcast excitement box <laughs> that I'm looking forward to sharing today, and hopefully I can get back uh, back in the habit of doing more of these because I do enjoy doing them. It just takes time. Since I did one last, though, there's been lots of things changed in the world. Uh, we have gone through a pandemic. We have um, seen lots of things happen. Um, as of this recording, we're seeing lots of uh, things play out in the news. And that's okay because no matter what is going on in the world, um, God's still the same. And He doesn't change. So I'm just really excited about all that God's doing and all that God has in His heart to do for you. So you should be excited too. I can feel the excitement now. <laughs> so today I want to talk about fully persuaded faith. Do you know that we all can do more when we operate with fully persuaded faith? You know, I hear people say all the time, um, well, you know, I just don't have as much faith as that person. Or if I had more faith to believe, then I'd just see things happen in my life. According to Romans 12, 3, God has given to every person the, not a, a lot of times we talk about a measure of faith. It's not a measure of faith. He gave to us the perfect amount of faith that we need in our life. Now, what, what our responsibility is, is to... Um, build on that, strengthen that. We have to renew our mind so that our mind will line up with the Word because, you know, it's one of those things that the reason He tells us to cast down every vain imagination is because that's the only way you can renew your mind. And when you renew your mind with the Word on a daily basis, it's not old-fashioned, it's not old, it's not what my grandma and grandpa used to do. It is the way that you and I in this world today, uh, as of this recording in 2020, it's how we stay strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. So, I want to talk about fully persuaded faith because no matter what your need is today, whether it's finances or healing or promotion in your job or a miracle in your family, only one thing is needed to bring that to pass. That's all, just one thing. You know what it is? fully persuaded faith what kind of faith is um, does it take to move mountains in your life fully persuaded faith um, what kind of faith does it take to give you the money or bring the money that you need into your life what kind of faith does it take to bring the healing uh, into your life what kind of faith does it take um uh, that will deliver all those things right into your hands, fully persuaded faith. So, okay, Pastor Jack, what is fully persuaded faith? Fully persuaded faith is highly highly developed faith. You know, the kind that can't be moved um, and the kind that always believes for victory. The kind that takes possession of everything that grace has made available and don't leave nothing on the table. You say, well, oh, wait a minute. I'm not able to do that. 
Well, yes, you are, and I'll get into that later, too, about what just come out of your mouth. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. See, when you find out what it means to be fully persuaded and what it takes to stay that way, your life changes. I'm talking your life really, really changes. So, um, when you... When, when you get to the place where you will look past circumstances and you will take God at His word, when you will obey without any hesitancy, you, my friend, will activate fully persuaded faith. And quite frankly, you'll see victory every day in your life. Mm-hmm, you sure will. You know why? Because God don't lie. You know why? Because He cannot fail. And if you couple your faith with that, if you believe that, you will receive. Romans 4.19. I'm going to tell you the first thing that you need to do to uh, walk in fully persuaded faith. Romans 4.19 says, And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body. Now we're talking about Abraham. Abraham was uh, now on about... I don't know, 100 years or something like that. His wife was just, you know, a few years less than that. And God said, you're going to be the father of many nations. And he goes, okay, well, that takes me uh, procreating another life. And the, you know, God said it, so he believed it. What he could have done was looked at his own situation. He could have looked at his wife and their situation and the fact that they were old people. And God's saying, you're going to have a son. You're going, to, you're going to bring a promise into the world. You're going, you're going to bring a child into the world. Now, a lot of us today, in today's time, we would be like, mm, yeah, I know God's able, but... <laughs> but see, Abraham did not consider the weakness. Have you ever noticed when you start to stand on the Word of God, your circumstances will always seem to cry out louder and louder? Symptoms in your body seem um, stronger than ever. Your bank account starts hollering, Mayday, Mayday, Mayday. <laughs> and your family seems like they hate one another. Why is that? Because if the devil can get you to focus on your circumstances, you know, the thing that seems really real in the natural he has your eyes right where he wants them. You know where that is? Off of what God says. Off of the Word of God. He knows if you're looking at natural circumstances that it's likely that that's what you'll speak. And whatever comes out your mouth is what will come to pass. I'm going to say that again. Whatever comes out your mouth will come to pass in your life. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. That's a spiritual law. So what, whatever has come out of your mouth in the past is probably what you're living right now. You might say, well, I don't believe that. Not believing it does not make it less true. A law is a law. At one point, people didn't know what gravity was until they kept falling down. 
<laughs> they they kept they kept bumping their head on the ground. It's like, whoa, what what's going on here? They had all kinds of ideas that you could fall off the uh, the earth in one place or another. They really believed that stuff. But just believing it didn't make it true because there's a law of gravity. Spiritual law brought that law into existence. And that's the same spiritual law that gives your words power. Abraham received the promise um, of God again and again because he was fully persuaded and he refused to look at his natural circumstances. See, when God promised to make him the father of many nations, he didn't consider his own body. He didn't, he didn't consider his feelings. He didn't look at what the medical facts were. He only considered what God had said. So you know what? He was fully persuaded. The next thing is after, after you decide you know, that you're going to get to the place where you're fully persuaded and you, you get your faith in a place where you're fully persuaded, um, the next thing that you got to do is, in, you know, in, instead of, in addition to not considering the circumstances like Abraham, you got to take God at his word. Romans 4.21, and being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able to perform. Most of us truly desire to believe, fully believe God's promises. We want to receive them. We want to be fully persuaded. But a lot of times, the battle is on to defeat unbelief and walk in that perfect faith that does not doubt for a moment. So, how do we get to the place where we're fully persuaded? If it came by praying, Jesus would have said, pray for it, but it don't. If it um, came any other way, Jesus would have said that. But I'm going to tell you, you have to reach out and take it. The kind of faith you need comes only one way. And I'll tell you how it comes. It comes through hearing the Word of God. We done, we've already established in that, in that scripture in Romans. Um, I'm going to pull it up here on my phone again. Romans 12, 3. For I say, through the grace given unto you to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according to as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. So, then Romans um, 10, oh my goodness, Romans ten seventeen. there it is. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So, the kind of faith you need comes only one way. It's by hearing the word of God. You can't feel it coming. If you're trying to recognize it by the way you feel, quite frankly, you'll miss it. Being fully persuaded means to know that something is God's will for you. Okay, how do you know if it's, if it's God's will? How do you know if something's God's will for me, Pastor Jack? By whether or not it happened? No. 
just because something happened or didn't happen in your life doesn't necessarily mean or or disprove it was God's will. The Word of God is the will of God. So it says it in, if it says it in the Word, it's God's will, period. Whether or not we're fully persuaded to the fact of being able to um, accept it or not, it's still God's will if it's in His Word. All the promises of God are yes and amen, period. So why would God promise you something that was not his will for you to have <laughs> it's like well i don't know if i don't know if it's god's will for us you know for me to be healed why would he put it in his word if he is not a respectable person and if he loves everybody the same which we say that we believe that if that's the case then why would he put it in his word for some people and not for others let me help you with something he does not when we're fully persuaded Nothing will keep us from taking God at His word. No fact is bigger than the truth in your mind and spirit when you're fully persuaded. And quite frankly, it can't be moved. Abraham never moved from God's promise that he would be a father of many nations. Even when natural circumstances continued to challenge the promise after Isaac's birth. But, but, but faith, by faith, I should say, Abraham, when, when God even challenged him, Abraham still offered Isaac as a sacrifice. Hebrews 11, 17, and 18. By faith, Abraham, when God tested him, offered Isaac as a sacrifice. He who embraced the promise was about to sacrifice his one and only son, even though God had said to him, it is through Isaac that your offspring will be reckoned. See, when you take God at his word, if you see or feel something that is opposite from the word, you'll not be moved by it because you are moved only by the word of God. Abraham wasn't trying to believe God. He wasn't just mentally assenting. Do you know what mental assent is? I use that terminology a lot, so I want to make sure that people understand. Mental assent means that you you believe it's true. You you know it's true. You know, it's like, um, goodness, try and think of an a, a example. You know, we, we believe the Word because so many of us have have been raised around it. And, and really mental ascent is only a problem most of the time for those of us that have been raised in the buckle of the Bible Belt because everybody knows God is good all the time, all the time, God is good. But when you're not fully persuaded, then, then you will sometimes buy into the junk that, um, that humanistic thinking comes up with like, um, you know, well, God's teaching you a lesson with that cancer. He's teaching you a lesson with that. And that's not scriptural. That's not Bible. That's not, that's not New Testament teaching. That, that is not right. But, you know, but we believe that, that, that God is good. We just believe, you know, he's a little cantankerous sometimes. Well, that's not, that's not who God is. He's not cantankerous. God is all good. Through and through, all the time. So, um, Abraham wasn't trying to believe God. 
He wasn't mentally assenting to God's Word. He had emerged himself in God's Word until the Word was more real to him than the things he could see. He could at that point see Isaac, but he believed God's Word more than he believed what he could see. See, if you don't have that kind of faith for healing or finances or anything else right now, then stay in the Word until you get it because the devil's a liar when he says or, or tries to convince you that you're, you can't get to that point because you can. I've just shared with you Scripture that he gives every person the measure of faith. After all, we just said it a while ago. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. Romans 10, 17. Romans 10, 4, 20 says, But he did not doubt or waver in unbelief concerning the promise of God, but he grew stronger and empowered by faith, giving glory to God. Being fully persuaded does not come by experience in the natural, in the world, in religion. It comes from being rooted and grounded in the Word. So, you got to get in the Word. Now, third thing I'm going to tell you today is you got to obey God without hesitating. Without any kind of hesitancy, you've got to trust God. By faith, Abraham, when he was called by God, obeyed by going to the place which he was to receive an inheritance, and he went, not knowing where he was going. That's Hebrews 11, 8. Some people want all the answers before they obey God. They want everything to make sense and they so they can feel safe before moving forward. They, they want to know what they're getting into. There's just one problem with that, just one little tiny problem with that. Really, it's not a tiny problem. It's a huge problem. It is the problem. It's not faith. When God gives an instruction... Quite frankly, he rarely gives a full blueprint of the plan. <laughs> he expects more. It may seem like um, that you're safe. You know, it, it may seem safe to sit back and, and wait to see the full picture, but quite frankly, it could be dangerous both physically and spiritually to wait. There's safety in obeying God. There's safety in stepping out of, um, of what you can naturally, naturally um, believe. If that makes any sense. There's safety in obeying God. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Stepping out of his will can be dangerous. It can put you in danger. When you're fully persuaded, you won't hesitate to follow orders. God is the master. And when he gives you an order, we are to obey it immediately. That's the kind of faith that's pleasing to him. To have faith in the one who gives the orders, that's that's fully persuaded faith. That's why Jesus was, was so impressed by the faith of the centurion. Jesus said to him, I, um, I, come, uh, I will come to you, you know, the centurion soldier. Y'all remember that story? Uh, it's in Matthew 8, 7, uh, 7, 8, and 9. I'm not going to read it, but go look that scripture up. Basically, the soldiers come and he said, hey, I got this 
I got this servant that is sick and he needs you to heal him. And Jesus said, okay, I'll come with you. He said, no, 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 no. I'm not worthy for you to come to my house if you'll just say the word. Jesus was like, okay, boys, see that right there? That is faith. That's faith like I ain't never seen. Can you imagine what the disciples were thinking at that point? Oh, okay. They're kind of looking, you know, side-eyeing each other. Uh, is he talking about us? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he said, I ain't never seen faith like that. And you know what happened? He spoke the word, and the servant was healed. To live fully persuaded, you need to become a person who understands what it means to be full, to be totally under authority who knows how to obey orders okay, i'm gonna share this with you real quick and then i'm gonna bring this podcast to an end because i've been going a little over 20 minutes ezekiel 37 the story of dry bones uh verse one hand the lord respond me carried me out into this uh, in the spirit and set me down in the midst of the valley of dry bones caused me to pass round about and behold there was very many in the open valley and lo is very dry and he said unto me son uh can these bones live and i answered O lord thou knowest and again he said prophesy unto these bones and say unto them O ye dry bones hear the word of the lord and uh, thus saith the lord god unto these bones behold i will cause breath to enter into you and ye shall live and i'll lay sinews upon you and bring flesh upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you and ye shall live and ye shall know that I am the Lord. You know what he did? Immediately. So I prophesied. He did exactly what he was told. As I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise. You know what the noise was? Bones rattling. (laughs) And behold, a shaking. And the bones came together, bone to his bone. And when I behold, lo, the sinews of the flesh came upon them, and the skin covered them. Uh, above, but there was no breath in them. Then he said, Prophesy to the wind, prophesy, son of man, and say to the wind, Thus saith the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, breathe upon these slain, and they may live. So I did what? I did exactly what he said. The word says, I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came into them. And they lived. They stood up on their feet, an exceeding great army. So here's the deal today, guys. When you walk in fully persuaded faith, dead things in your life start coming back together. Dead things in your life start finding their rightful place. Jack Midkiff here. I'm so glad that you joined me. And um, I just encourage you to um, live fully persuaded. Because I guarantee you, he's not confused about your future. And you shouldn't be. God bless you.